Welcome to SF Sight Audio Reviews. This podcast, we're taking a trip to the land of Oz, courtesy of Gregory Maguire in his latest novel, Son of a Witch. In this sequel to his bestseller, Wicked, the Emerald City has lost some of its sheen, and Oz has become a dangerous and dark land. The story opens as a weary group of frightened travelers heads to the Emerald City under the ominous portent of a jackal moon. Upon the knee of the horizon balanced the head of a jackal moon, so called because, once every generation or so, a smear of celestial flotsam converged behind the crescent moon of early autumn. The impact was creepy, a look of a brow and a snout. As the moon rounded out over a period of weeks, the starveling would turn into a successful hunter, its cheeks bulging. Their fears are realized when they come upon the comatose body of a young man thrown into a muddy culvert. When they take him to a nearby Monterey for healing, the senior Mont reminds the group's leader that she helped this man when he was just a child. He traveled with a disagreeable novice who served for several years in the hospice. You were conveying them to the castle stronghold of the Arjikis, Kiamoko. He was with Elphaba? Now you remember, I see you do. The Wicked Witch of the West, as some called her. The superior Mont sniffed. Not I. Her name here was Sister St. Elphaba. Unfortunately for Lear, Elphaba can't help him now. It's been ten years since her demise at the hands of Dorothy in the deadly water bucket. But in his unconscious state, Lear dreams about that fateful day. The girl couldn't control her shock, so it took Lear a while to understand what she was blubbering about. The witch was gone. His earliest memory, his bete noire, his auntie, his jailkeeper, his sage friend, his mother, the others had said. But there'd been no proof of that, and she'd never answered the question when he'd asked her. Dead. Dead and gone. McGuire has a grand time poking fun at our memories of Dorothy and the gang. When Lear decides to accompany the troop to meet the wizard, he can't help but notice that nerves among the quartet are a bit frayed, especially when it comes to Toto. Oh, Toto, shrieked Dorothy suddenly. Where's Toto? He's wandered off to do his business, said the lion. Just between you and me, it's about time he learned to be private about it. I know you dote on him, but there is a limit. He'll be lost, she cried. He couldn't find his way out of a cracker barrel. He's not very bright, you know. After a respectful pause, the tin woodman observed, I think we've all noticed that. I hate to be obvious, added the scarecrow, but you'd have saved yourself a heap of trouble if you weren't too cheap to invest in a leash, Dorothy. The barking dog is an anomaly in this magical land filled with talking beasts. The author, who also narrates his book, has a pleasant voice that calmly guides listeners through a landscape that is both familiar and foreboding. McGuire seems to take special delight in voicing the animals, which range from birds to lions to a decidedly unorthodox water buffalo. Soon after Dorothy and her companions leave the castle, they encounter a grite, a large groundhog-like creature, and soon discover that not all share their reaction to news of the witch's death. The witch is dead? Can it be true? They nodded, each one of them. Oh, the shock of it! The grite clutched his paws and worried them back and forth. 
The shock of it. The witch is dead. The wind itself answered in a kind of obligato descant. The witch is dead. Get out of here, said the grite in a colder voice. Go on. Whether in a dream state or fully conscious, Lear is constantly searching for his identity. Does his life have purpose? Can he hope to make a difference in the world? Is he really the son of Alphaba? For those who'd like to know the ending before finishing a book, please, please resist this temptation. The last sentence is one of those great aha moments that you will not want to miss. Thanks to Harper Audio for permission to use clips from their audiobook in this review. I'm Susan Dunman, inviting you to read at the speed of sound.